Hey, everybody, it's Sunday, January 30th, and you are listening to the Pure Capital Podcast. Uh, Today on the podcast, it is the last week of the month, so we are talking founder updates. So James here is here with me, and we're going to just chat through how he's doing, get some updates from him. I'll give you some updates on my business. Uh, we'll answer any questions that are out there and then we will, we will wrap it up for the day. So this is going to be a little bit of a quick one today. Um, and we'll be right back to the, the regular schedule, uh, come next week with a little bit of real estate, uh, knowledge and information for you guys. So James hop on, man. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Norm. I'm, uh, been on the road, honestly, quite a bit, uh, you know, since the start of the year. So a little bit to talk about then, but, uh, you know, back in Austin, back in the usual routine. So doing great. Just, uh, you know, hustling through another weekend. How about you? Good, man. Good. I'm, I'm, uh, doing about the same here in North Carolina, just kind of working through everything and, and battling the unusually cold and snowy North Carolina winter here. We've, we've got, uh, the worst winter in 20 years here, which, which has been, uh, challenging both for me and my business, believe it or not. And I'm going to, um, I'll talk about that a little bit, um, here, how that, that is, uh, how that has helped or hurt, um, my business as well. So, so with that, let's, uh, let's get you first here, James, give us the rundown, man. You've been, uh, been traveling a lot for Iconic. Uh, you're back down in Austin now, but, uh, what you, what have you been up to? Give us the run. Yeah, man, we've, uh, really kicked off the year just full speed um you know had had a lot of uh just things that we wanted to hit the ground running in you know 2022 um i think something that was exciting for us you know was kind of in the first week of january we kind of had pulled together uh you know all the high level people across the company uh and really just sat down and 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 talked through and mapped out you know kind of our company goals and uh things that we're really pushing for on our, on our product roadmap for 2022. Um, so that was exciting. Uh, really, you know, we just took a long weekend and pulled everyone together and had discussions um, just about the things that we wanted to hit. And uh, it, it was just super energizing. Uh, those strategy sessions are always, to me, just very fun uh, and just really are a good way to, you know, set the tone uh, for, for the beginning of the year. So that was exciting. Uh, and then ended up being on the road for back-to-back weeks uh, in most of January. Uh, went up to Indiana for a week uh, and actually was, you know, visiting one of our remote employees there. Uh, that was great. And something that's interesting, you know, uh, Kyle and I have talked about it a lot, but it's like, you know, how, how do you set the culture uh, within your company, especially in tech, right? Uh, being a remote first company. Uh, and so that's something that, that's pretty interesting that, that we started to tackle. So, you know, one of those things is that anytime we can, uh, we try to, you know, fly up or drive up to where, where some of our folks at and just get some time in with them, uh, you know, spend time with them, work, work some hours in the trenches with them and then, uh, do some fun, you know, extracurricular stuff with, with them and their family or folks around. So that was a great trip. Uh, went up to Indiana, first time in Indiana. It was cool going up there, seeing that got to go to, a Hoosier basketball game and watched, uh, watched them upset Purdue. So that was a, a great time and then got a lot of work done there as well. Uh, and then the last week, uh, this past week was traveling for, you know, some paid pilots we had with, uh, with, with some, some companies in oil and gas. So, uh, you know, one of the main things that we've been pushing this year has been obviously increasing the 
number of counts of, of folks on the platform um, and really trying to move folks from being in kind of a, you know, pilot or trial phase uh, through to, you know, recurring customers. Uh, so we had a, a, a paid pilot out in the field uh, in the Pennsylvania region, which was exciting to go up there. Uh, there was also a lot of snow there. So after being uh, in Austin the past couple of months, definitely was a little bit of an adjustment, uh, but it was good to get back up, back up home that way <laughs> and um, get out in the field and, and just see people use the platform. You know, it's, I think it's always exciting when you can take the product that you've built and put it in the hands of users and, and be there to see it and really see how it's being used. Um, so I always enjoy being out in the field uh, with customers and, and seeing how they use the platform and interact with it and, and things that, you know, we can improve on it. Um, so that was just exciting to get up there and, uh, you know, close, close the deal there and, and just keep growing the customer base. So it's been, been a, a busy first month in January, but it's, it's been nothing but good stuff and, and excitement across the board. Hey, that's, that's good. I really like that. Um, just a kind of like a broad based question or a note that I want to kind of put out there is, you know, James is, is talking about, um, doing some, doing some traveling and meetings with some customers and doing stuff like that. Uh, you know, I think one of the common misconceptions about some of these different SaaS companies and stuff like that is that, you know, as, as a founder, you, uh, you, you know, build that software out and then everybody just shows up and buys it and life's good. Right. But, uh, there's a lot of street beating that has to happen. And there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of customer interaction. You still got to know how to sell, right? You still got to get out there and you got to make sure that, that the customer is interacting with that pro- product appropriately and that you're gathering that feedback. Um, I- any notes or, or anything you want to point out there, James, from your standpoint that you think is good for, for people who are listening to uh, take note on? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think especially in, in the B2B world, um, people would be surprised how far it goes with a, a potential customer or early customer when you show up at their office and help them uh, with an issue they're having or talk to them about a new feature you're building and just pop in and, and say hello and, and, and be there for them and spend some time with them. Um, you know, to your point, essentially beating the streets. I, I think that that is such a important thing to do uh, in, in any business, but especially when you're an early stage startup uh, in the B2B world, trying to build kind of a brand and recognition around your uh, your company and your logo and, and being the guys who are known for showing up and going out, you know, I mean, when we were out there, it was, you know, it was five, 10 degree weather, right. Uh, outside for two hours as they're, you know, looking for leaks, uh, and logging them in, in, in the app. And so it means a lot to folks when you show up and, and see it from their point of view. So I, I think doing that really sets you apart early on as a company and just shows that, you truly are a customer centric, customer focused company. Because uh, a lot of these big guys you're competing with in B two B, you know, they've been around for 10, 15 years. You're trying to come in and disrupt, uh, and a lot of them have, to be honest with you, just grown complacent. Right? They've become well established companies with thousands of employees, and when they have someone out in the field who wants to have them come take a look at something, to be frank, sometimes they just really don't care. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree, and I I just think that's such a such an important thing to note because you know it, it, we're we kind of live in a society these days where um, you know the flashy thing is that you just you you build this build this little product and everybody just loves it and you just get users by um, you know doing good online marketing and stuff like that and uh, you know some of that is true certainly but um, especially in B two B 
Like there is still a lot of nothing can beat that face-to-face customer relation um, and getting to know a person for, for who they are within that, uh, within that entity, you know? So that's something that I think is just important. I wanted to highlight there as you went through um, what you've been doing over the past few weeks since the, or the past month since the last founder update. I think that's important. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely uh, critical, especially the early, you know, the more early you are, the more commitment you got to, you know, show to those, those companies and customers early on for sure. Uh, What's, what's been going on in your world, Norm? How's the the world of real estate? Hey, it's, uh, it's, it's good. Um, but it's been an interesting, it's been an interesting January for us. You know, we, uh, as everybody knows, the primary business model is a short-term rental model. So we're in, in the vacation rental game and, and a lot of the short-term rental game. Um, and, uh, a lot of that centers around, uh, the state of North Carolina and, um, this time of year, typically, uh, in North Carolina, we don't get a ton of snow. Usually, usually we get a, about one snow a year. Um, and it usually happens on Valentine's day, believe it or not. But for the last five years, that's been pretty, pretty regular thing. Valentine's day, it snows every other, every other day. Um, you get mixed weather, you know, it's, it's, uh, thirties uh, to forties as, as temperatures. And then you get sixties and seventies days slid in here and there throughout the winter time. Um, and this year has been completely opposite. So we have had, uh, very cold weather and we have had snow every single weekend. And one thing that I want to just note for everybody here, because these are, these are things that you got to be thinking of when you're building out these different portfolios. And when you're talking through, um, supply and demand dynamics and, and, uh, seasonality when it comes to the vacation rental game. Um, most of our customers, uh, travel, most of our guests, most of our customers come from within, you know, 300 miles from, uh, the location that they're staying at. Uh, a lot of times, you know, during the off season, it's, it's, uh, very weekend centric. Um, and if you have snowstorms every weekend, uh, people don't necessarily want to want to travel, regardless of price. Um, so you know that's been something that we've been uh, been working with uh, this this January and trying to uh, make things attractive for people to to uh, get get some good occupancy throughout January, um, and that, that that's caused us to uh, to. Um, be creative in our pricing, be creative in our marketing, uh, and just work hard to, um, try to, try to make that happen despite, despite, uh, you know, weather that you run into. So that's been, that's been interesting. That's something that has been kind of a new problem, um, for us just because, uh, we're, we're rocking out a, a 20 year record here in North Carolina when it comes to, um, comes to the weather. So, that's been a, been different. Um, one of the other things that we're working on is uh, we've been playing a lot with our pricing models. So uh, we we have um, really really tried to spend this month honing in on how we should be pricing and what the demand dynamics are throughout the year on each property. Uh, so we got a couple of new pricing models that we put out there um, that that have been really already yielding some pretty good, some pretty good results. Um, 
but you know one of the one of the i think uh things that people um fall into when they're they're running short-term rentals is you know they've got a price in their mind and they put that price out there and uh, that's what they charge for their place right so uh if i think oh boy i would pay 120 dollars a night for this property um that's how i price it and it's priced like that forever and um you're missing out on a ton of revenue if you if you do it that way uh and you're not adjusting for seasonality you're not making adjustments um really almost on a daily basis and being more dynamic in your pricing so we've been doing putting a lot of effort into uh, kind of mining data and honing in on what those perfect price points are for every single day of the year um, throughout our entire uh, portfolio of rentals that we have out there. That's really interesting. uh, Interesting point. I think, you know, like you said, there's definitely a lot of people who just kind of come up with the price and it becomes this kind of static thing that just sits there over time and they end up missing out. Uh, on a lot of revenue. Um, so that's pretty fascinating that you guys are always kind of dynamically updating and, and changing your models. How do you kind of go through, you know, you come up with a model, do you like test it on one property in the portfolio for a month and see how it goes or how, what's kind of your thought process on how you, once you've established a new model, how you kind of test and validate to see uh, if it's hitting the market the way you're, you're expecting it to? Yeah, good, good question. So the first thing that we do is we, we do a ton of market research. So we, we pay for data services. We pull data. We really dig down deep and try to, try to pinpoint, you know, what is, um, what is the situation on this specific day in this specific market? Uh, so we try to hone in from that standpoint um, and, and price things appropriately based on that information for the individual property. Uh, but then we have this kind of overarching um, pricing model. So like how many days, how many days we require uh, based on uh, the amount of bookings that we have within specific months and stuff like that. And we change that over time. And the way that we do that is exactly what you just said, James. So like if I want to, if I want to try out a new pricing model, I'll do it on one specific property and I'll actually set that pricing model up for an entire year and we'll run that pricing model on that property over uh, a year's period of time to see what kind of result we get, you know, because we, we've, um, we know that the old pricing models work, right. But we're trying to improve on those, on those models. So we're trying to hone in even more and make it even more tailored to um, specific days. So uh, we'll run that, model on one property for an entire year, um, get our feedback, get our results. And then if we like the way that that worked, then we'll actually apply that across the portfolio. I love that. I think that it's, uh, you know, something that's really a competitive differentiation for you guys. I know you and I've talked before about one of the properties you have, that's a, you know, one half of a duplex and near the beach and how, as you guys have, you know, more fine tuned that model, how you've been able to really, uh, you know, out compete and and make you know more money each year off off of that rental than than the the party next door. So I do think it's important for for anyone who's in the short term rental game to be always thinking about how they can uh, and for anyone in startups in general, right? Even with Iconic, we do it on how can you be more fine tuning your craft and 
separating yourself uh, even more from competition and, and kind of how they're doing. So I, I love that point. I think that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that there's two sides. There's two sides to that. You know, you want to make sure that you're differentiating yourself from the competition when you're uh, from a customer focused standpoint, you know, make sure that you are amenitizing and, and putting things in place that make it the best experience for the customer. And then you also have to make sure that you are managing that portfolio more effectively than everybody else is too. And a lot of that comes down to um, supply and demand and really understanding those dynamics for that, those specific dates that are out there. So yeah, I, I totally agree. Great, great point. Um, so anyway, that's pretty much where I've been up, what I've been up to. I mean, obviously we've got a few more properties under construction right now that uh, we're working our way through and those things are, are just clicking along. Um, and, uh, and, and should be, should be hitting the market here within the next few months. Um, I'll make some, some announcements on those when they're, they're up and ready to rock and roll. A uh, couple of golf course properties that got some pretty sweet views associated with them. And then, um, and then, uh, another property that, uh, that is uh, close to a city center, um, small city center, that's going to be coming online here that we're doing a full, full rehab on as well. So constantly, constantly expanding, constantly working from that realm. So, uh, that that's pretty much me in a nutshell, James, you want to give a, just a brief update on where we're at with, uh, Platt capital and, and how things are clicking along there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, we've been full speed on the Platt capital side. Um, as many of you know, the, uh, Republic listing has been, uh, live on their website. We are, actually past the halfway mark, uh, which is pretty incredible. So we've, uh, I think we're sitting right around 253,000 or so right now uh, out of the 500,000 that we're looking to raise. So obviously still have some, some room to fill out there, but past the halfway threshold, uh, you know, we've been working with them on getting the listing, um, you know, officially uh, filed with the SEC so that uh, the, the SEC filing can be listed on there. So that will just provide a little bit more uh, information and kind of, background uh, on some of the things that we're doing. And we've noticed a lot of investors have been asking for that and are waiting to see that. So uh, we do feel feel really good about when that comes out, that that will drive some more traffic and, and continue to increase that number. But it's been exciting. I think uh, anytime that you can leverage a, you know, crowd raising, uh, crowdfunding platform um, to, to gather people together and get behind a common goal is, is a pretty cool thing. So I'm excited for it. I think there's a lot of good momentum uh, heading in that direction. And I'm excited to really kind of stand up the North Carolina you know, beach fund. Yeah, a- absolutely. Completely, completely agree. So, you know, if you guys um, have any interest in that, you can hop on over to uh, platcapital.co platcapital.co um, click on plat capital fund one and that's going to take you right over to that republic page where you can get all the detail on uh, the beach rental uh, portfolio that we've got put together through plat capital um, so also you can find us on uh, on platcapital.co um, hop on over there you can get in touch with us drop us a little line uh, the podcast pure capital podcast is listed over there um, and obviously you can listen on call in or, and feel free to call in at any time. You know, we are happy to, uh, take questions and have some good conversations, um, on this podcast as well. So, you know, we got a little bit of, a little bit of that with last week's episode and that was 
uh, was great. Great to have uh, different people hopping in here and asking uh, inquisitive questions to us that make us think and make us better and give us an opportunity to kind of, you know, uh, talk through some, some cool things, some market dynamics and different things like that. So with that, we will be back uh, next week with a real estate uh, podcast. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, this has been the Platt. This has been the Pure Capital Podcast. Thanks, everybody, and have a great day.